All right. A uh, couple of years down the road. Um, yeah. Your life is looking, I'm going to be honest with you, very different than how yeah. it does right now. What does that mean? That could be good or bad. Um, so uh, what had happened oh, was um, you were uh, <clears throat> hanging out. Yeah. And um, you got a uh, a text. Yeah. From me. A text from Pat. Yeah. What was it? And um, it just said, uh, "It just says, I'm sorry to tell you this through the through text, but Michael Park is dead." Oh no! Michael Park, the door guy at the Velveeta Room. Uh, infamous. Yeah, the infamous. He has worked there for uh, for 20 years, known as uh, kind of the you know the voice of Sixth Street to me. Yeah. Has a uh, pass in this uh, mortal coil. Man, and you're. That's all the text says. Well, I text Uh, back. I go, shit. I'd say, Pat, man, I'm so sorry. I go, there's how do you die? Um, there's no reply. I just have like an auto like reply set up. Yeah. About like the uh the plans for memorial service and funeral and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, you like you call me and I respond. I don't answer. I respond via text. I'm like, I'm sorry, bud. Like I'm, I'm trying to put like some stuff together. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll see you in Austin. And you're like, definitely. And you don't even think about the cost. You're just like, I'm, you have to go out there. Yeah. You know, you got to pay your respects to the man who has helped shape the Austin comedy scene for the last two decades. Michael fucking park. You get onto the, uh, the plane yeah, heading yeah. from LA to Austin. Um, you sit down and, uh, you kind of like, uh, there's like a, guy sitting next to you yeah and you kind of you kind of look over and for a second you guys lock eyes and he goes um hey nice to meet you and he sticks out his hand and he goes my name is michael park and you're like huh huh and you kind of like chuckle huh. to yourself and you go i'm aaron brooks you guys shake hands that's a coincidence i can't i can't yeah. i can't tell him that either i can't no no you're on the plane and go hey where, where are you heading <laughs> um i'm heading to austin <laughs> oh what for uh, the funeral of a man who shares your name. Like I can't, do, I can't do that. Right? Yeah, that would somebody. be too weird. So, um, you get off, uh, uh-huh. Austin, uh, and uh, the, uh, you get there like the next day, uh, which is when there's going to be a memorial service at yeah. the Velveeta Room. At the Vel? You, yeah, we have it at the Vel. Okay. Wait. So is that like is that like the memorial service or a, a memorial service? The memorial. Oh no! Well, they're like the show. Are they showing the memorial service to end all memorials? Oh man, he would have loved it. He, yeah, that's that's the thing you think to yourself when you get there is you look around and you see how many people are there to honor this man's memory. I'm wearing a beret in 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 memory. I'm coming wearing a beret with my shirt tucked in. You got a leather jacket on. I'm wearing a fucking Everyone beret. there is wearing a beret. All of them have a leather jacket. All of them have a shirt that says the valve on it. I got a I got a pistol in my in my fucking boot. <laughs> in your boot? Hell yeah, yeah dude. Fucking ready to roll. One in the chamber. You, you put on like a like a ponytail that comes out of the yeah. uh the beret. 
And uh, there are a lot of people there. Uh, a lot of people you a lot of people that you haven't seen in forever. People yeah. who used to do comedy a long time ago that you fell out of contact with, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's um, there's as much laughing as there is crying. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. It's probably it's probably good to see everybody. Yeah. Um. Eventually, How am uh, I, I doing, go. By the way. Um. You're. You know. You were thinking about this on the way there. Yeah. Uh, and, and your thing is like, you're obviously very sad that, you know, Michael's gone because Michael meant so much to, uh, so many of us. I meant like, but, where am I? How am I in life? Oh, like you mean like financially and stuff? Am, yeah. Am I just like where I'm at? Am I, have I had any sort of any from of success? Yeah, no, no, you, yeah, you have. What? Okay. See, I, cause now it's going to change the interpersonal dynamics of this meeting you know you you host your own talk show what yeah My own on nb yeah on nbc what uh, uh, on nbc yeah every night it's what called are you fucking, uh, what this is, are you talking is this like a late night thing yeah are you fucking kidding me pat it's called aaron Why? it's called aaron on the side of aaron oh e-r-r-i-n oh Pat. on the side of it yeah Oof, and so that is a punch to the gut oh man so you're back uh, at the valve <laughs> god uh, damn it for the memorial basically like it's so wait you know, tonight I, hang on a second yeah so i got on that plane with a man who introduced himself to me but i'm i'm the host of a of a i'm the host of a late night talk show on nbc yeah one of the most prestigious jobs in all of television well, also uh, that also that guy that guy you met on the plane uh also was there for the funeral he and michael park met in a facebook group uh <laughs> 10 years ago called guys Parks. named michael park <laughs> and uh they kind of became friends online and hit it off and like you know they've only seen each other in person like you know five times but like it's a very solid friendship so does that guy so, did he recognize me no Okay. How long have I been on, how long have I been on the NBC job? Uh, two years. What? Um, but it's like pretty well known. He just didn't recognize you as all. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? I'm just, just curious thought, yeah. the extent of my, my fame at this point. Eventually I take the stage and I'm like, guys, um, I'm like, and I'm like, and like, you've never seen me this emotional. Yeah. I am. Cho I am choked up. And I'm going, uh, my voice is barely a whisper. Yeah. And I'm basically, I'm basically like, Guys, it um, it means so much uh, that you guys all came out, uh, and I'm like, I, I we have people who flew in from uh, Alaska, uh, a few people and like a few a few who people flew in from Alaska. Um, Michael's old friend, uh, Chucky Barnes. <laughs> okay, Chucky Barnes uh, is a professional hunter in Alaska. He hunts uh, bears. Yeah, I believe Michael's yeah. a friend with a guy like that. I go, there's a guy who uh, flew in from uh, from China, and like a guy like you know, like waves his waves, <laughs> and everyone. What's his deal? Um, uh, his name is, he is a Chinese guy. No, is he like an American who lives in China? He no, he's a Jamaican, and he lives in China. His name is Philbert uh, <laughs> Grape. Everyone okay. claps. What the, what is what the fuck is Filbert Grape's deal? 
You what don't know. You, you, you kind of look at him and you think to yourself, man, because he kind of looks like annoyed and you're like, what is eating Filbert grape? Oh, Pat. God damn it. Are you fucking kidding me? You son and, of and a so, bitch. Uh, we're all gonna say a few words. Uh, a a few it. people, a few people go up to talk. So um, fucking pissed. Uh, Chris Tellis goes up. Um, he thinks it's just like a normal show. He does a set. <laughs> uh, honestly, kind of kills. People were really not expecting it. Uh, he just like tells the story about like, like taking a dump at like the at Buckingham Palace, and it fucking kills. <laughs> and he gets off stage and like. People are like, all right. And like you and like you see someone shake his hand and kind of like pull him in close and you hear him go, wait, what? Uh, you go up next and uh, you're like, you kind of don't know what you're going to say because you went there. Um, and as you were flying uh, next to uh, Michael, the other Michael Park, you're like, what am I going to say? Yeah. Because um, you're trying to think about. Like, how would you sum up the Michael Park experience? Do you know what I mean? Michael yeah. Park, uh, the progression of Michael Park uh, in Austin comedy is you start off doing comedy. You're very intimidated by everybody. Yeah. Eventually, you start making friends or kind of figuring out. You go to the Valve. You're very intimidated by the Valve at first because, you know, it's, it's you downtown. Know, legendary know? room. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a famous um, room. Yeah. And then so the first few times you go there, the only kind of like, you know, um, friendliness you feel is from the door guy, Michael Park. You yeah. walk up and he goes, um, he goes, bring her in, make them green. That'll be five dollars. And then the person's like, well, you know, no, I'm actually here doing the open mic. And he goes, all right, go right in. Check in with checking with Pat at the bar. And then he uh, he turns and, he just, he, and like as the door closes, they always just hear him yell "seventeen large." <laughs> so it's like he's a friendly face, yeah. In in, in a um, an uncertain, you know, yeah. environment. So there's a lot of people there who who talk, and you're kind of like, how how do I sum this up? Because you're like, I know that like regular people, like comics will get what I'm talking about. Regular people won't. Everybody, he's a guy that everybody interacts with. Every single person interacts with him multiple yeah. times. Yeah, and he's he's a nice person. Everyone has a story about just some insane thing. Yeah, being witness to Michael Park is a real treat. It's amazing. Yeah, um, and so you go up and you kind of start talking, and you kind of like. You didn't get a lot of sleep the night before because you're up, you know, thinking about it. Because again, it's like you're like, well, Michael lived a storied life, uh, and you know, he passed away. Uh, but he, there was look at all the people who loved him, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So you kind of go up there and you're like, you kind of like don't know really what to say. Yeah. It's probably and a very hard moment. And suddenly it hits you. You start to sing. Yeah. If you're lost, you can look and you will find me. <clears throat> time after time. If you're lost, you can find me. I will be waiting. Whole crowd. Time after time. And you're getting like very, very into it. 
time after time. And you're like, the second hand down once. If yeah, and then it picks back up. Fuck yeah. yeah. And you get like, right where you're talking about the and best part. What's weird is that you suddenly behind you hear like someone harmonizing with you. Yeah. And you turn. It's the other Michael Park. And standing there. Is Michael fucking Park. The front of the he's point. got his he's got his beret. No, the original. He's what? got his beret on. And he's like, Wait, if you're lost, you he's like singing along with you. And he's like, <laughs> but instead of but instead of singing time after time, he goes, 17 large. Pat, what the fuck is going on? I thought he was and dead. Everyone's like silent and no one knows what to do. Yeah. It's like and he and he, and, and he kind of goes like, What's Man, going I on? Lost it. He goes, what's going on? And like, and, and like, what would you say? I say, Michael, everybody thought you were dead. And he goes, what? Yeah, that's why we're all here. We thought you were dead. And uh, it turns out Who that Michael, j- Michael just forgot to, uh, he thought that he had his shift covered yesterday, but like he didn't. Uh, so I just assumed he was dead. And I told everybody and then everyone like showed up for the funeral and like everyone kind of turns and looks at me and I'm like behind the bar and I just kind of go. <laughs> so uh, I basically would be so fucking mad at you. I would be Pat. I love you. <laughs> You're one of the most important people in my life, <laughs> but I would be so fucking mad at you if you did. Sure. That. No, I get it. I'd yeah. be furious. You would not hear from me. Until it was required. <laughs> I would be so fucking mad that you put everybody through that. Yeah, people are pissed. Yeah. Um, but, but Michael just like kind of looks around and he's just like, all right. And he like goes to like, you know, Esther's to go get the ice to fill up the <laughs> yeah. uh, fill up the, uh, uh, you know, the bar. Yeah. And, I, and like as he walks through there, you hear all the cast members scream because they, they all think he's dead. <laughs> so, so you're kind of so you're back in Austin, and you're like, huh? What the? And fuck? Uh, is that while what you're, this is all about? And just getting me back to Austin. Like while I you're back, go back on my own accord because it's a place that I love, filled with people I love. You got to trick me into it. Well, no, I didn't trick you. I honestly yeah. thought he was dead. So um, basically, uh, you're like, well, you you had actually planned on kind of sticking around for a few days, you Why? know, um, just to see people and just to kind of unwind, you know what I mean? So oh, okay, yeah. you're kind of like hanging out. You have like an Airbnb that you're staying in. Yeah. And uh, you walk in into the Airbnb, and it's a it's wonderful, dude. Yeah, nice place. I mean, I'm probably making yeah. very nice money. You're making pr- uh, some pretty solid coin. So I, could probably, I could probably rent like a nice, like a real nice place and then invite my friends to hang out and fuck around. Yep. And that's what you do yeah. uh, after, after the, uh, you know, the uh, memorial. You have to invite people over and I, stuff. I do not invite you. Understandable. Yeah. I, understandable. Tell, I tell people, hey, guys, let's have this great party. Everything's on me. I just want to see everybody hang out. Uh, nobody invite Pat. Pat's not allowed. And if you bring Pat, you're out too. Sure. And everyone's like, definitely. So, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not invited. I, so I, I never know. Sure. 
and uh, Michael actually comes to the party. He's like hanging out. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I don't, he's like, I don't he understand. Get, does he get he's the like, pool? I don't. Yeah. Oh, he gets in the pool. Does he wear his beret? Or is he done? Does he go under the entire time? Really? He never does. He ever dunk with the beret on? Yeah. No. What does he do? Does he like take it off, hold it with the water, and then dunk, or does he just not dunk? Never goes underwater. What? Is he wearing a shirt? No. How's his body? Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, bad. He is like a Greek god. Man, so you're hanging out yeah. uh, at the uh, you know the Airbnb, Airbnb or whatever. Airbnb and uh, yeah, and you yeah, Aaron with Aaron, uh, and so uh, you're kind of like chilling or whatever, yeah. and you look over and you kind of think to yourself like you're kind of like hungry and you're like, what is there to eat? You know, it's gonna go uh, raid this Airbnb fridge. Is that allowed? Oh yeah, it's encouraged. Actually. Oh okay. And at this point, everyone has left the party. It's like late at night. How was the party? Uh, it was great, man. People at first, they were like kind of weirded out because when whenever Michael walked around because, you know, they all thought he was dead. Yeah, for but, days. Uh, yeah. But then he takes that shirt off and they see that fucking sculpted body of his and yeah. they're like, and they, and they kind of go like, meow, you know? Everybody so, there has like a sexual reaction when they see a positive sexual reaction when they see Michael Park. And he everybody knows. there to the point that they make a cat noise. He uh, they throws reality his, and make a cat noise. He throws his shirt down to the ground and yeah. kind of like looks up and there's like this lady staring at him and he yeah. just kind of goes, he kind of like winks at her and he, and, and he goes like, wonderful evening. <laughs> So uh, this is like a few hours later and you kind of like grab a, the only thing that's there is like a pop tart. Okay. And you're like, fuck it. I'm just going to eat this before I go to bed, whatever. And okay. uh, you grab, you unwrap it and there is a, uh, a toaster next to you. It's got like a big blue L on the side of it. I don't need a toaster. You know what I mean? You don't have to have it. This is this is what people don't understand. You don't have to have a toaster to eat a pop tart. You know? No, you. I mean, you. You definitely don't. But I def. I think there's definitely two different experiences to be had. Sure. Are you more of a? Uh, are you more of a toasted pop tart guy or not toasted? I mean, I can go either way, and it depends on the kind. Like if it's a s'mores one, toast that son of a bitch. You know? Yeah. But if it's like a like like a fruit one, I don't know. Interesting. Uh, and you look down at the pop tart, what and it's uh, you are in luck, my friend. It is a double stuffed s'mores pop tart. Oh man, like a big fat one. Fat as fuck. Like P H A T. You uh, you grab that uh, tin foil, you know, around it. Or not is tin foil. Two of them in there, or just one? Because that's two of them large. Man, and they'll fit in the toaster. They're not like too girthy. Oh no, they definitely fit. They're the perfect amount of girth, All right. just enough that there's a little bit of like, you know, a toaster mark on it. Yeah, yeah, I know. But not enough to not have a good time. All right, then yeah, it sounds like I this is a s'mores you, one. I'm 100 toasting it. You open up 
that package of double stuffed s'mores. And you kind of like, you kind of open up that package like almost like you're undressing the most beautiful woman in the world. The lady in red's playing in my head. Yeah, while she's wearing a long dress, you know? Yeah. The type of uh, uh, outfit that you take your time with and you thank the Lord for every second you have with it. You know what? There are some good days. There are some sublime days. So you... um. You do that, and you put the uh, the double stuffed s'mores into the uh, uh, the toaster. What level do and I you, do I turn it to? It, well, it's a scale of one to ten. How do how do you normally like your uh, your pop tarts? I mean, like I, I want to warm through, you know, if that's if that's sure. possible. And considering these are double stuffed, but I don't want it to burn. So you you kind of look at it and. You, and you kind of think to yourself, and then a voice behind you goes, put it on six. Six? What the fuck? God damn you it. Ch- I know this isn't my place, but what the fuck? Is there somebody here? <laughs> what do you do? I just fucking turn around, Pat. I hear a voice behind me giving me Pop-Tart directions. What the fuck do you think I do? I don't just go, oh, yeah, sure. you're right. Six it is. Plunk. You... You whip around and there's yeah. no one. Sta- there's what no the one fuck, standing man? there, and you kind of go, "Who said that?" Then you hear, "Said that, said that, said that." Why there's an echo in this fucking Airbnb? There appears to be, and so you're like, "Where did the other voice come from?" You uh, you turn around and you go, "Fuck that!" And you put it on six. You're like, "Fuck it!" You you know, hit the uh, the thing. You kind of wait a second. Pat, I'm not terrified by the voice that I just heard coming from behind me. And then no, I'm, but because. No, because what uh, you kind of like think to yourself, what was that? As you kind of put it down, uh, and then you hear uh, again, like the voice go six, and you're like, what the fuck? And you turn around, and you realize that uh, the TV is on in the background, and it's saying the winning lotto numbers. Yeah, what are they? Six, 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 six. <laughs> oh Jesus! A lot of a lot of folks going to be splitting the pot. Yeah, a lot. Like there's like so like every time to- every week the Church of Satan uh plays Lotto six 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 yeah and uh them and like a few like dumb stoner teenagers or whatever split up sure. the uh the money um one hundred and forty nine million dollars damn good for them finally paid off so you're kind of like oh that's what that voice was like whatever and you turn and as you turn. Uh, the uh, pop tarts come out of the toaster, and you touch the toaster. Yeah, and a weird like electric jolt goes through oh, your great. entire body. Great, just get shocked by this toaster from the tip of your noggin to the tip of your dick. You're like, ooh, there's like a weird like kind of <laughs> jolt that you get. <laughs> it's an electric. I feel jolt of electricity run through my yeah. body from tip to tip. Yeah. And you're kind of like, and you're kind of like, what the fuck? But then you look over and you forget all about that because those double stuffed pop tarts have come up. Pat, you're you're you, you're you're implying that I'm not going to care about the electric shock that hit my penis. Oh, you because, care about it? 
Because I'm so invested in these thick ass pop tarts. They're double stuffed, dude. You think to, you you kind of think to yourself, whatever. My penis can wait, and you go ahead and grab those fucking uh, pop tarts out yeah. of the toaster. You take a bite into it. It is the best pop tart that you have ever had in your fucking life. It might well, it may well be. You know, I it definitely is, think I. It, the, I think the best ones are hot. I want to make that clear. The outside is crispy. The inside is moist. Ugh. That fucking uh, chocolate and uh, marshmallow just gooey. It is gooey as hell, but it is so easy to swallow, and it tumbles down your tight little throat. Oh, God, Pat. And you feel, it feels like everything, dude. It is, without a doubt, again, the best Pop-Tart you've ever had in your life. (laughs) You're kind of like, oh, man, that was weird. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And you're like, well, all right, you go to sleep. Uh, You dream of a howling void. Uh, you wake up the next day and uh, head back to uh, Los Angeles and you kind of are like, wow, that was a weird couple of days or whatever. Yeah. You get off the, uh, the plane, you know, drive home. And, uh, as you're walking into your apartment, you notice that there's like a guy trying to break into it. Why? So he's trying to break into my apartment. Yeah. He's trying to like Jimmy open the, uh, the front door. Where and you and you kind of look why at it. I'm staying in an apartment. Why? Why are you? Yeah. If I'm well, you, I mean, you, the host of. Well, you own the apartment. Oh, it's my personal. Where is this? This is back in L.A. I have an apartment. Yeah, back in L.A. Okay. There's there's so a new part of in? there's there's a new part of L.A. I don't like called called uh, it, it's called Cool Center. Oh. And what it is is if you're like a cool guy or whatever, you could you uh, move to Cool Center, and yeah. uh, there's some pretty honestly some pretty solid deals there. Yeah, there's yeah there's like one uh, the place that you bought, um, the apartment you bought, uh, you got it for like um, thirty grand and uh, twenty Taco Bell Gordo Supremes. <laughs> why? So, was things, so why was it so inexpensive? I mean, the Taco Bells couldn't have been that much. Because, you know, those guys are just, you know, he's just kind of like a cool guy. So I'm like, care. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like super wealthy at this point. Well, not maybe not, not super well, wealthy, but like, you're not, I'm, yeah, you're doing I'm okay. the host of a late night tele- television talk show. I'm a millionaire. Yeah. With like endorsements but, and all that shit, you know? Yeah. But you're kind of, you're, stuff. you're holding on to this apartment kind of proved to prove to people that you're still like a, you're still you, you know, yeah. okay. you're a guy who. You know, it's like, you know, filet mignon and lobster. No, man, I'm fucking going to Arby's, you know, like Jesus you're Christ. you're a salt of the earth guy. <laughs> like, like I have to go to Arby's. You remember one time when you were growing up in, in Dupo, Illinois, oh, man. Uh, you were, uh, you know, hanging out uh, and you were like leaving school. Yeah. And as as you were uh, walking away, like this van came up and you're kind of like, huh? And you kind of turn. And out of the van jumped like seven uh, men with like masks, and they were like, "Get them!" And they went to like grab you or whatever. Yeah, what? But you never made it on 
into their van because the uh, the janitor, um, Paula Poundsmith, runs up <laughs> and she just fucks all those dudes up like okay. she had she has like a, a mop and she used a mop as like a like a staff you know yeah. what i mean and uses it to like jump and jump kick and stuff kicks all these guys asses calls the cops these guys all you know they all go to jail or whatever and you're kind of like traumatized a little but not like traumatized but you're definitely like, thank what you paul the fuck? smith yeah and she kind and she kind of looks at you and then you go what can I do to repay you? And she just like grabs the back of your head and brings it like forward to hers. And she just goes, you just never forget where the fuck you came from. God damn. So you're like, holy shit. So this guy is trying to break into uh, your home and you're like, Hey, what the fuck? And he kind of turns and looks at you and he goes, Oh shit. And like, you're not totally certain what to do. So you kind of like, just kind of like point at him and you go like, get the fuck down from there. But as you point at him, a bolt of lightning comes out of your index finger Son and just fucking hits this guy. And he goes, ah, and goes like flying into a, a nearby river and gets like swept downstream. <laughs> and, you, and you hear him go, I have so many children. <laughs> How many? You hear him yell. No, <laughs> man, that is a lot of children. You're like, holy shit. And you kind of look down at your finger and it's like smoking, you know? Yeah. And uh, what do you do? I stare at my finger in disbelief. I try to shoot another one. You kind of point it just kind of towards the sky. And you kind of go like, uh, and you just kind of like concentrate hard. Like you point really hard and yeah. a giant bolt of electricity comes pouring out of that fucking finger, dude man a, a bald eagle is flying by you hit Fuck it and you, you hear ah! and it falls to the ground dead bald on fire eagle. pat yeah our nation's bird it's a crime pat yeah so you fucking hustle your ass inside i mean uh how are they I, they can't prove that i did it you know no no you never get in trouble for it but yeah. you dream of that eagle every night so you get up you get pat. back inside and you're like, what the fuck? And uh, basically, it turns out that uh, touching that uh, toaster with those thick pop tarts inside them gave gave you like uh, electricity uh, superpowers. Yeah. Uh, and you're kind of like running around town, you know, using your like your electric powers just to kind of be silly. And uh, eventually, you meet uh, like two other like uh, local crime fighters. Uh, one of them is a guy. He does that thing where he takes over a band and he puts them around his, he uh, he makes a gun out of it. And, uh, basically like if there's like, you've seen this happen before where like, there's like the getaway driver in the car or whatever, and he's getting away. And that guy will like wrap that rubber band around his uh, hand and shoot it at the car. And the car just fucking explodes dude. How, how does he have such a powerful rubber band at his disposal? <laughs> he's just really good at it, man. His name to- is. They call him the Rubber Band Man. Oh man! Wild as a Taliban. Okay. You used to what? I worked at this uh, shitty sales job, and I used to put a fin- put a gun on, you know, strap up, yeah. and I'd leave it in my my pocket. I'd walk around with my hand in my pocket, and if somebody was talking to a customer, I would walk by and shoot him in the penis with, <laughs> and just like see what they would do. Did they ever get mad? Oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So there's that guy that you end up meeting and becoming friends with. There's another guy. Uh, he has like a <laughs> Me, the rubber band um, man. Yeah. And he has like a um, uh, like a ping pong like paddle and like a ping pong ball. Yeah. And like you have seen this guy dent tanks. You know what I mean? With like he plastic will, ping pong ball. He hits it so hard and ricochets off everywhere. Kind of like Captain America's shield or Daredevil's baton. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So this is like the superhero crew that you run with. What do we call ourselves? You call yourselves the Dazzlers. Oof. Also, what's that third guy's name? Well, you're the third guy. Okay, so who's the third guy you described? The guy with the ping pong ball. What's his Oh, name? that guy. Sorry. Uh, oh, his name is... Um, The mutilator. <laughs> to me, the mutilator and the rubber band man, the Dazzlers. Yeah, and your superhero, your superhero name is it's just the Aaron Brooks. Jesus Christ. I can't even get a cool name, Pat. You can't even give me like a a, a fun name. No, because you just thought it was so cool when cool. Mike Jones, the rapper, was like, Yeah, my name's Mike Jones. And you're like, that's yeah, fucking that real. Is that his real name? Yeah, his real name. And so you're like, and my real name's Aaron Brooks, so that's my superhero name. Yeah, but like a lot of people use their real name on stage. You guys end up having like a whole summer of adventures, you know? Uh, you guys uh, end up putting down um, the uh, the Sewer King. Uh, you guys end up stopping uh, a ki several kidnappings. You stop some uh, uh, bank robberies. At, at one point, you guys face down the um, Mistress of the Dark. And you managed to actually uh, defeat her in uh, in combat. Uh, None of this means anything to me. You ha you have like a full fledged superhero career, dude. Superhero summer, right? Me and it's the Dazzlers. It's a superhero summer, uh, and uh, you realize like you know you're kind of like spending a lot of time on this and not enough time on your entertainment career. Like on your uh, your TV show, uh, yeah. Aaron Aaron with Aaron, you're kind of like you feel like you've kind of hit a slump. So you're like, I yeah. have to fucking I, I kind of have to focus on this. Uh, and so I the, hit a slump so, two years into like the one of the peak jobs in comedy. Yeah, because uh, you you know because because you're just hanging out with the dazzlers. You're you're solving crimes. You know what I mean? Like uh, you. You managed to find the missing key to the city. It was a key that could open any door in the city. And you guys managed to uh, get it back. Uh, there was a, uh, a bad guy in town. Uh, he's a were-turtle. Oh, fuck. A wordle. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you called him, wordle. Uh, he was kind of your arch enemy that summer, and you managed to uh, finally defeat him in the end. And uh, you're like, guys, that was a great summer, but I got to focus on my talk show. And they're like, what? And you're like, all right, well, you know, that was fun. And they're like, all right. And uh, you walk away. And as you yeah. walk away, you, you think to yourself, of all like the, you know, the, um, the lives that you uh, saved that summer with the Dazzlers, uh, you definitely saved probably like in your mind, you're trying to figure it out between 12 and 15 lives conservatively. And you think to yourself, well, that was a summer well spent. 
then uh, you're like walking on the crosswalk, and then the car runs you over. What the fuck, Pat? You're run over by a steamroller yeah. going 85 miles an hour. Why? How? Answer me. He was just not paying attention. A he was listening. Eighty five. He was listening to uh, the radio, was the, and he was coming like, down a steep hill. And he was like, "Ah, I want to rock and roll all night and party every." And he looks up and sees you, and he goes, "Day," and like goes over you, and he goes, "Oh no!" He's in the union, so he doesn't get in any trouble at all. Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, your body is like uh, kind of squashed there uh, f- for the next uh, yeah. 150 years. Yeah. Uh, up, huh? No, your flesh uh, and your, uh, you know, uh, mangled bones just kind of become part of the uh, the concrete. And uh, it actually, they end up renaming the, uh, the street that it's on. Uh, they rename it uh, Aaron Brooks Way in... Uh, celebration of you but they spell way g-u-e-y like yeah. the like the mexican slang cool man so every time they drive over that husk of uh, human skin everyone goes aaron brooks way <laughs> yeah. but you're like you've been dead for you know quite some time at this point cool man I'm you really, had a I'm really glad you had a summer of uh of like superhero stuff and then you died. That really fucking sucks, Pat. <laughs> we had, a, you know, you had a fun summer. Yeah. There's always the summer. Yeah, Pat. Fucking great job. Fucking dazzlers. <laughs> <laughs>